Run, run, run as fast as you can. You can't catch me. I'm the gingerbread man. You're a monster. I'm not the monster here. You are. You and the rest of that fairy tale trash poisoning my perfect world. Now tell me, where are the others? Eat me. <sighs> I've tried to be fair to you creatures. Now my patience has reached its end. Tell me or I'll... No, not the buttons. Not my gumdrop buttons. All right, then who's hiding them? Okay, I'll tell you. Do you know the Muffin Man? The Muffin Man? The Muffin Man. Yes, I know the Muffin Man. Who lives on Drury Lane? Well, she's married to the Muffin Man. The Muffin Man? The Muffin Man! She's married to the Muffin Man. (laughs) (laughs) That's it. Gentlemen, you can't fight in here. This is the war room. You can't handle the truth. King Kong ain't got shit on me. Make my day. Best day, big boy, huh? That's bright. Fuck you. Everybody on? Good. Great. Bad. Wonderful. Welcome to the podcast. (laughs) That's all. (laughs) I'm the Muffin Man. And this is Gabe and this is Leila. All right, welcome, friends, to another episode of Facing <laughs> Off, a podcast where we compare two like movies against one another using our really cool rating scale. I am Layla, one of your lovely co-hosts, and I am joined by Nicholas and Gabriel. Hi, boys. Hi. 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 <laughs> His voice is Slipping slowly back. coming back. <laughs> you both were a Dude. little high there. <laughs> the Shrekisode is happening. It's happening. After a long wait. Yeah, we postponed many. That's how I should have started with the Shrek episode. Yeah, let me do it again. No, nope, it's too late. I already fucked the podcast up. Let us redo it. God damn it! Ruined it. The Shrek episode's over. (laughs) Welcome to the Shrek (laughs) episode. We will be obviously comparing Shrek this evening with Onward Um, and Nick's dying. Yeah, thank you, Nick. Uh, yeah. <laughs> this is just a wild derailment of an otherwise professional podcast where we give professional, so professional. opinions so on professional. things. So uh, professional. Um, I'm excited to do this. Yeah, too. this is exciting. Is it Nick? Was it Julie that's been asking for this for a long time? Shout out to Julie. I think everyone has been asking for this, but <laughs> Julie specifically. I think somebody uh, <laughs> asked us to do it. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> nice work. You did it. Killed but, it. We should uh, just end it here. That's that's the peak of this episode. That's it. That's the episode. We're not even going to compare them. What's there to compare? Um, um, no, yeah, but right. Julie, Julie has pushed for it. Yeah. Yeah. Julie's very much Shout a part of meme culture, and Shrek has dominated meme culture As in the past should. few years. Yes. Yeah. Um, uh, Nick, you want to give us a little bit of a synopsis as to why we're doing Shrek and Onward this evening? Yeah, these are two ogre-centric coming-of-age stories in which the main character learns to be comfortable being themselves. In one, our main character finds love, and in the other, he finds uh, that his real father was his brother, um, which is an, <laughs> over, Ooh, an <laughs> oversimplification <laughs> of uh, a complex movie. But, however, in both movies, the audience finds that only shooting stars break the mo old. Oh. <laughs> Bam. Man, 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 sort man. of is true. I also think um, both main characters have to get along with an annoying companion, yes. insistent on making things brighter. Yes. Also in worlds that have magical beings, yes. but they refuse to appreciate that they have these magical beings. Yes. They want to like get well, rid of normal, magic. Dude. They yeah. want to get rid of all the shooting stars that are trying to break the mobile. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, perfect. All right. Um, are you boys ready to just hop in break here? You guys ready to go? Yeah. Break the mobile? Yeah, we're ready to hop in Guinevere and go on this magical journey. Boom. All right. Well, nice. since it's been kind of a hot second since we've posted an episode, just a reminder, we have a seven-point rating scale that we rate these movies out of, seven being absolutely incredible and one being horrible, horrible. Um, and we've got our fun categories, which we will go through now. Um, I think I'm going to start us off 
with charactering, which is a Whoa. special category that we do for animated films. Normally we do actoring, but we're going to do a little bit more of a character-based category this week. So basically the characters in the film, how they're written, um, if they're original characters, things like that. Um, let's start with the one and only Shrek, Gabriel. <laughs> yeah, the little piggies. <laughs> those, uh, those are the only characters to care about. They're so fucking funny every time I watch that. Uh-huh. Also, this time, I really, really liked the French Robin Hood dude. <laughs> yeah. uh, that whole sequence is really good. But Shrek, I mean, what is there to say about Shrek characters? They're like absolutely iconic. The character Shrek, which isn't even one of like Mike Myers's like funniest roles no he's just so he is the straight man he does have good jokes like he has like good puns and stuff throughout it and i kind of like his like sarcastic sense of humor but he's an incredible main character for a cartoon or an animated movie um i mean donkey uh voiced by eddie murphy just absolutely iconic kind of is more annoying when you get older but like still absolutely hilarious lines it's just eddie my favorite part about it is that eddie murphy's not really playing a donkey (laughs) eddie murphy is just in the movie (laughs) (laughs) and he's so great at it cameron diaz weirdly you know just like perfect for the role (laughs) not only is she beautiful on the outside but she also has a but she's also an ogre yeah (laughs) and she's ogre on the inside uh no she's probably a great person um but who I the person who I completely forgot is one of the main characters in this is John Lithgow, who does an incredible Lord Farquaad. It's like he has such an iconic voice and it's such a great character. Um, I love the writing of each of them. I love how much they play the characters are like playing with these famous fairy tale creatures that we've seen over time, and they each have their own personality and they're each ridiculous. Um also Donkey is so fucking sexual in this movie. <laughs> they brought sex to animation, and uh, DreamWorks is the place where dreams are made, also. Uh, they worked for me. I, I don't know what's happening anymore. I'm going to give it a 7 out of 7. I think wow. they are the, the most... They're, they're fantastic characters, and they took famous characters and made them even better. Also, great voice acting. Bam. It wow. is great voice acting. It's great subversion of the fairy tale genre, which is, is that a genre? I guess. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. It's definitely a genre of childhood story, but. Oh, I see what you mean. Yeah. Yeah. Is there like, what's another like fairy tale movie? Onward. Boom. Nailed it. We should compare those two. Yeah, that would be um, smart. <laughs> I'm going to give it, I don't know if I want to give it like a, if I could give it a seven, I guess I see where you're coming from. Even well, comparing just, like, it to other movies like it i can't name another outside of toy story i don't think i can name another one where like each of the main characters are like extremely famous like in terms of like they're so ingrained in our culture it's true i mean i think it yeah you're right it has to be like who's the bad guy in monsters inc five four three two one see you don't know (laughs) what was his name it's a doors 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 oh yeah that's a good one it's not, though. But you proved my point. Yeah. Uh, I think... Do you know Shrek has his own star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame? That's sick. That's fire. It's a seven, for sure. Also, uh, tidbit, Chris Farley was supposed to be Shrek. Recorded uh, a bunch of lines and then passed away. Sad. Fuck. That would have been good. I kind of feel like... Yeah, that would have been good. Not as good he as... He wouldn't have to have a Michael Scottish Myers. accent. No. <laughs> it's just funny that... Matt- it is so funny <laughs> that it is a Scottish accent. It makes absolutely no sense, and it's part of why the character is so But also, funny. doesn't it kind of make sense? Like, it just feels right. I don't right. know. Are there swamps it does. in Scotland? It feels but very right. <laughs> what came first, it making sense doing that, or the movie making us believe that it makes yeah, sense? Yeah, I mean, yeah. Yeah. Great question. I, I think everyone that made this, too, probably feels very proud of this movie. Yeah. yeah, yeah, of course. Let's let's talk about a different movie. <laughs> All right, you did seven. You're both doing seven. Yeah, yeah, fuck great. It. All right, Perfect. let's move on to onward. Nick, do you want to continue and do onward? Onward's not a seven. It's <laughs> no. not bad. It's not a seven. It's for sure not a seven. Um, Tom Holland's character could have been anybody, 
anyone in Tom Holland's general age and yeah, I don't know. Tom it Holland literally has could have a been very a specific voice though, I feel yeah. like Tom Holland's got like a really good like even when I just like watch him in Spider Man, I'm like, you could I'm totally play sure a cartoon character. <laughs> yeah. His voice just screams, I'm not sure. <laughs> yeah, totally. I'm still yeah. figuring myself out. <laughs> I'm not a hundred percent least like energetic or not performance in a lot of that's what I'm saying. Like, I feel like it could be almost anybody around his same age and with the general like like register that his voice is in. The register. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> I don't know. Like the cadence of his voice is not anything special in it. Chris Pratt, I think, is a better. It works what? really well for this role. It's. I mean, he's yeah. not better at almost anything else, probably. Um, but in this movie, I think that he is a better choice and. The we don't get the like supporting side rules that are amazing in Shrek in this movie, and it definitely doesn't create anything that's iconic. But nothing is like bad about any of the characters or performances. I think the story is what makes Onward really good. I think uh, so. I'm gonna give it five. Okay, Gabriel. Yeah, I just don't really think the characters are that interesting. I think that's the problem. Like, I really like the cops, stepfather, yeah. centaur. Yeah, yeah, like. Solid. He's funny and like the, I think there's a lot of good like character jokes like the as, so um, Shrek takes like famous fairy tale characters mm-hmm. and this one takes like creatures or whatever and makes yeah. jokes out of them. Um, I also think the Manticore is pretty great. Like I think she just has a lot oh, of yeah. fun. Is that the woman? For, is that Retta? I can't remember who it is. Is it the woman from Parks and Rec? No, I don't think so. It's I um, thought it was. Uh, it, she was in talking, some animated I'll figure movie. it out. Um, but she's great in it. And um, it's Octavia Spencer, Academy Award winner. No Octavia way. Spencer. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Dude, she does. How did she not get her award for this movie? I don't know. Anyways, so Kyle Bonheimer is the dad. Did you know that one time Academy Award winning Octavia Spencer said? Uh-uh, I ain't going with you. Last time I went with you, I couldn't shit straight for a week. Yeah. She once said that in a movie called Bad Santa. Anyways, on to Onward. Yeah, um, important. <laughs> important stuff. I agree that you could have fit anyone into Tom Holland's part. I also think the character itself is such a, like, tired character. Mm. The, like, the way he plays... I just don't think he's, like, that unique. Especially in Disney standards. Like, I think the story, no. I agree, is more unique. Um, and I think some of the puns and stuff is where that comes in. The only one that I really think, like, really, really nails his part is Chris Pratt. Yeah. And I don't particularly like Chris Pratt now. But, like, he was really good. He was perfect for this role. He's also like perfect for the Lego movie role. And, and in most parts, he's pretty good as, as Star-Lord. I, I'm sure there could have been someone else. But anyways, I think it's so average character-wise, especially in Pixar. So I feel like That's I'm going to give it a four. That's fair. I mean, I just feel like in general with like animation, character, charactering, characters are like vital to standing out just because yeah. that's, that's the point right like it's these beloved characters that kids fall in love with and want to be friends with yeah. like <laughs> so, look i cannot name you any of the characters like actual names but yeah. i i guess i can name guinevere the van so that <laughs> yeah. tells me enough Ooh, great characters though oh i'll talk about it i'll talk about it later okay all right um Let's move on. Um, I okay. think let's just move on to um, originality because it ties very closely into some of the stuff that we've already been talking mm. about. Um, mm. But I'm also moderated. originality in general being like, did this need to be made? Are the thoughts original? We talked a little bit that with characters, but we can move on to like storyline and all of the rest of it as well. So let's um, let's stick with Onward um, since we were just talking about it. Gabe, do you want to take that? Sure. So I try to think of it as like, like Pixar is so good at hitting emotional notes, but I want to look at the entire, like if you plot out the movie without any of the special unique qualities to it, is it an original tale that goes all the way through? Is it Probably not. Story? Like the whole like reveal, you know, that really his father was like his brother this whole time. Like, I don't think that's 
terrifically <laughs> unique. Can I just say you saying that emotionally, out loud, though, with no context is kind yeah. of crazy. Emotionally, <laughs> his brother was a father figure. Yeah, to figuratively, him. he was literally his father. Literally, For those who haven't seen brother, Onward. <laughs> figuratively, yeah. he was a father figure, and it took... The whole movie. The whole yeah. movie for him to realize. And I think that such. that's been done before. I can't really like name the time it has, but I think it has been done. And we're well, not it's experts, like, so. it's like sibling movies, right? Like Frozen yeah. was a sibling movie where at the end of it, she was trying to protect her sister the whole time. And that's the realization. Yeah. She's she my to family to. too. Like, <laughs> I think all of that isn't necessarily like terrifically original. But where I do find some of the originality is like, the motifs used, you know, like the way that they get to it and the, the journeys they go on and the humor that they bring in with these fairy tale creatures. It's, they didn't take like the mold of Shrek and copy it. It just happens to be very similar. Mold of Shrek. Oh my God. (laughs) That's pretty good. (laughs) They're also, they're also elves. And I feel like that's a little bit original. Yeah. I mean, are they elves? Yeah, they're elves, bro. There's an ogre is the one that is on crutches. Like he's the like friend of him. They're elf brothers. Yeah. The ogres have like big fucking sores on their noses. Warts. Um, Anyways, I just, I don't think it's super original, but I think that they hit, I'm wondering what I'm really trying to get at is like, are the emotional things that it hits, are those different than any Pixar movies? Because I, I found know, it really effective. Emotional. They definitely, <laughs> no, they are, I mean, yeah, the yeah. Pixar, mo- the Pixar mold is mo- just, mold. is, uh, <laughs> is like very human story with yeah. characters who aren't human. Um, and this is like very literally that. Yeah. I think, they, yeah. I, I guess mean, I mean like yeah. the, the emotional moments that you get, like the reveals are that you get. Than are they different Are they different? Yeah. And I think they might be. And so I'm going to give it a five. I mean, it is sort of Frozen-esque. It is sort of. Like I almost want to, I don't think, I can't give it a six because there are just so many more unique Pixar movies. And I have to yeah, a little bit too. There's some of the similar emotional beats of like, do I really want to be? Well, like, what would you give it? to this person? Originality wise, yeah, I don't. I don't know if it's above average. I feel like it's a four. Oh, that's fair. I mean, like, with our rating scale, that's like fair. I feel like I feel like we don't use fours enough, but I feel like it, it could well, just because be like it does more it original than like cars. Yeah. Cars is just like a cool concept that's not interesting. But is it any mm. more original than is it more original a debate than about cars? <laughs> no. Yeah. I would rank I it. would give up a 5 because I don't think that up is like this crazy Oh, I kind of I get where you're going here cuz I don't think it yeah, cuz it's not I mean if you think about it it's not as wild of a story as like no. crazy and as like, a concept what, what is parts like about monsters it are in. as funny as are like original, originally funny as a dog with a collar that makes him talk and all he does is go squirrel. But I think it's important within this category to also acknowledge <laughs> like originality can also just mean it needed to be made or a movie that like hasn't right. been made a whole I guess that's lot what I'm saying. or yeah, like because I mean like with Up, like maybe not the most like insane idea that like blew everyone's minds, but like but it, yeah, definitely needed incredible. to be made and someone hadn't thought to do that with a cartoon. Um, no, and there's enough original humor in it. The only thing that still kind of cracks me up about Onward, if I think about it, is are the like the like pixies that drive motorcycles. This oh, so funny! It's a funny <laughs> bit. It's um, so funny, but it's not as funny as a dog that has a. No, has a I think it's funnier Ooh. than that. And the right. my favorite part is when they're like to the sky. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, I I actually uh, your point, Layla, about like did it need to be made, which just got lost on me in this one. I don't know if we need it onward. I yeah, like it. I yeah. like that it exists and that's fine. So I'm going to give it a four. Specifically onward, maybe another like movie about like the loss of a father, but does it need to be this one specifically? No. no. You could yeah. plug this plot into Pixar's engine and anything. You could do a I, you do anything. Yeah. yeah. You Sounds could, like you could four put, across. Yeah. That makes sense. Are you a four? Yeah, I'm gonna I, I went down to a he's four. He's moving down. All right. So I mean now we're moving on to Shrek here. <laughs> so Nick, what what would you give Shrek's originality? 
This is interesting, actually, because it has a lot of tropes. <laughs> it does have a lot of tropes. But definitely Eddie Murphy made. <laughs> is doing an Eddie Murphy, just Eddie Murphy. Mike Myers is doing a whole thing, though. However, he also does a very similar thing as Fat Bastard. Hmm. Um, but the movie itself feels like it needs to be made because I feel like there's a hole in the world without Shrek in it. You know what I mean? Well, I just don't know if cartoons had comedy the same way that Shrek, like Shrek came onto the scene and changed cartoon and comedy and also bringing like adults into the scene of cartoons. Yeah. As well. Yeah. It's definitely like that, animated movies for sure. for sure. It's like that, that like willingness to push the envelope and be like, yo, you can make kids and adults laugh and yeah. the kids won't have any idea that you're talking about boobies. <laughs> you know what I mean? The only other one that I thought of, especially right when you said boobies, was... Um, <laughs> especially. <laughs> who Framed Roger Rabbit, uh, which yes. I think is a little yeah, too yeah, dark yeah. So for most kids. Seven. But yeah. yeah. But there's no, your seven. No, I actually... I mean, that would, be your, that would be your pillar, right? Would be Who Framed Roger Rabbit for this category in animated movies. No, because I actually... I think that... You wouldn't originality? say... Originality? No. I mean, it would be... Who Framed Roger Rabbit is up there, probably a seven... Toy Story, Monsters, Inc. Right, right, Like, right. Abs- Finding Nemo. Like, a, maybe not Finding Nemo, but the first two, in terms of just originality. For this yeah. type of movie, where, like, it's not, like, you do feel Inside good out, at the end, sure. but the point of the movie is not really, like, the, you know, I found out my brother's my dad. Yeah. Well, no, I actually think there's, like, a lot of nuances to the story of Shrek. Like, I think Shrek is actually... You kind of don't know where the movie's going, and you don't know what the ultimate point is. It's not just that you're beautiful, like, you know, on the inside, too. There's a lot more about, like, what it takes to become, like, a noble person. Like, um, you know, the, the, like, how, if you are so angry with everyone that has alienated you, and you alienate someone in the process, like, Mm -hmm. you're doing the same thing. It's like, how to get out. There's, like, you uh, there are person. layers like an onion no. to Shrek and or parfait. Everybody loves parfait. Yeah, I mean this, this is, is like the, this is like parfait. <laughs> I, I'm not even rating, but I would give this a seven. This changed the game. Yeah, I I'm am, sorry, I it think, did. Yeah. I, I mean, it like is. this is like, the camp of animation. <laughs> like it took I'm and I gotta say, the next level. Reason, I'm searching for a reason not to give it a seven, and I can't think of one because the plot is also. I mean, it's probably like a fair, like a, literally there's probably a fairy tale about a similar thing. Right. But, but it's interpreting it in a funny way, which is exactly. Different. Right. I think it's like great comment. I mean, there are yeah. old fairy tales that are dark and stuff and interpret other fairy tales differently. Like, <laughs> like the story of um, Hamlet is like, I mean, it's not really a fairy tale, but Hamlet is like um, Amleth or whatever, like the, that the Icelandic or like, oh, Norwegian yeah, 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 thing, yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah. Uh, originally, but um, that's a plug for the Northman out yeah. in theaters still. <laughs> no, actually, I think it's on VOD. Um, but I do, I think that there's like the, the context of why it talks about fairy tales and how like kids, I think it's really important for kids. Cause I think like they need to understand like, you know, that these fairy tales, fairy tales are, are kind are of bad tales. most of the time. Yeah, exactly. Also. They're bad <laughs> and they're. And they're superficial and things like that. And I think there's a lot to that. Good to I also got to say, <laughs> this was like idealistic. That's the point of them. Yeah. Super important for another company to come onto the scene yeah. and like do Huge. something other than Disney. Like yeah. if, if this movie doesn't exist, Disney makes every animated thing forever. Right. I actually think that's, Disney's just vice that or you know Looney Tunes and stuff. Anyways, I, I did give it a seven. Layla. Nick, are you going to, are you going with seven? Yeah. I think you gotta all right um let's move on to i can't i don't i can't i think yeah. you gotta uh we gotta go on to eye candy we're gonna go to visuals um obviously with animation a fun category so let's continue with trek gabriel you love eye candy so why don't you kick us off? i do i like candy too but and <laughs> i like candy. eyes <laughs> um i like mouth candy uh look Shrek has a lot of really, really clever, creative touches with its visuals. It's making... There's, like, almost everything that you see on the screen is, like, a joke in some capacity. And they have fun with it. And I think it's, like, visually creative in that way. 
Um, you know, I, I was noticing like little things like, you know, skyscrapers are, oh wait, no, that's, this is onward that I'm talking about. Uh, I'm stupid. Rookie move. Um, I think there are funny, like, well, everything, everything has to be like, you know, visual because it's like, you're not seeing the actual actors in it. And I just think there's a lot of like humor that's brought in, like you were saying for the family. And that's in the visuals, like the scene where, Lord Farquaad is talking to the mirror on the wall and the mirror on the wall initially says something that he doesn't like. And then he turns to his like security guard and the security yeah. guard like punches a little <laughs> mirror and then he does it. I was like, that's fucking great. Whoever was in the writing room and came up with that, like There's so much visual humor in the movie. It's so yeah, funny. Definitely. Um, so, so, so much. A, a lot of it is visual humor. And I think that that's, um, I don't know. I think that's really great. Um, but <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I just think it's good, you know? Uh, overall. No, nice. but here's Glad the problem. Yeah. DreamWorks ain't Pixar. No. And them visuals is trash now, dude. Like the quality of the animation legitimately looks like a video game. It and does. like a bad PS2 it video does. game it does. at times. Um, like the fire, when they show the fire, like when they're around the fire and stuff, Mm -hmm. um, it looks really bad, like really, really bad. But at the time, was it sufficient for sure? And is it still super visually creative in terms of its humor and stuff for sure? Uh, so I'm going to give it a six out of seven. That was substantive. Um, I think... (laughs) This is a joke of an episode. <laughs> As it should be for Shrek. Continue, Nick. True. Uh, I'm just going to take this time to talk about Smash Mouth. Um, so I'm talking about I can't just kidding. Oh, my God. <laughs> All over that Ear end candy. scene. That end scene where they're just like only doing a music video with Shrek characters just to like eat up a few more minutes of screen time is sick substantive needed necessary for sure I think that the the like level of different types of visual humor is really important to to talk about here because there are child centric humorous things that are funny for a child like a wolf dressed up like a grandma in that way Yep. Who, like remains then in grandma costume for the rest of the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, there's grandma like costume. little things like that that are funny. Um, and like Lord Farquaad's height, like the fact that he's a tiny yeah. is funny. Um, and like the fact that he <laughs> rides up in a normal sized body and then steps out of long legs, like oh, yeah. armored legs is also a very like, that's funny to a child. But then there's like, there's things that are like funnier for an adult and then funnier in a way that is sort of not okay. Like what? Kind of. Uh, The fact that the dragon is like slightly sexualized is really funny. Oh, for sure. For example, um, something that literally always makes me laugh is the scene where she's, where, where Fiona is singing and then she gets in like a singing battle oh, yeah. with that blue bird oh, yeah. and then makes it explode because she can sing yeah. at such a high Aww. pitch. Yeah, that's his point. Uh, there's a bunch that's just like funny, yes, for a kid, but I'll just like really comedically just like hits well for me. Um, yes, it does look like a video game though. Especially, um, Especially like secondary things, like you said, like the fire or like the way the forest looks. It looks like they ran out of money. For, like, it it the looks like they an, like the animation, like the donkey animation is maybe not always like perfect, but it's very nitpicky to like say that because ultimately it doesn't actually matter. Yeah. Uh, so I think that the visual humor, and the fact that so much of the movie is, it the so much of the humor in the movie comes from the way that they the timing of things and the like creativity in making um you know scenes look funny or things happen that are not just the things that Mike Myers and Eddie Murphy and these like comedic powerhouses are saying mm. is brilliant cuz you didn't need to do that you could just lean fully on Mike Myers and Eddie Murphy just cracking jokes 
Yeah. But they didn't do that. Uh, so I think it's all, I think it's a six. Yeah. Okay. I'll agree with you. As did I. Um, yeah, before we move on to Onward, I just want to acknowledge, like, speaking just solely to visuals, like, I think the way that they drew out characters is really important to acknowledge. Like, the ogres themselves were very iconic at the time that they came out, and, the like, still to this day, these characters are known because of the visual of them, as well as, like, mm-hmm. Lord Farquaad, like, the way that they That's drew fun. him is part of his comedy. Like, yeah. his haircut, and his hat, and his outfit, like... All of that drawn in stuff is a big part of his like normal sized head, but tiny legs. Right. So I think, Very but cool I think that. that's a really big part of the visual comedy, like in this category with this movie. They drew characters in a way that makes fun of the fairy tale counterpart of those characters. It's not just about like like the storyline making fun of the characters. They're also visually mm. making fun of them as well. Um, I don't think they're cheap jokes either. No. No, no. That's the that's the part that makes it almost a seven for me. Is that yeah. they're not like they're all carefully they're, thought out. No, funny. they're very intelligent. Like, that's the point. Yeah. They're good. They're really yeah. really funny, and it's very camp. Like it's so extroverted and out there and hilarious, and they take it so far that it's perfect. Um, yeah. All right, so let's do visual. Okay, since you already started it, why don't we go back to visuals for onward? <laughs> yeah. So I'm just looking at my note that I was looking at earlier. Um. I uh there are really slight creative touches in the visuals that I do like in Onward um such as there are the like skyscrapers in it are like castles and like yeah. they just did not they didn't shy away from making it creative visually and they just you know like Pixar is all about their visuals so it's like oh like <laughs> unicorn unicorns are like, are like trash raccoons. they're like raccoons but they're also it's like so i forgot that they're also like bats because there's yeah. a scene where they're in the ca- they're basically any like trash animal <laughs> so um funny. it is super oh. funny i mean like i think there are little visual things that are i mean the pixies <laughs> like being like a, like a motorcycle gang is fucking hilarious and like the way that they visualize like like what a manticore's legacy has become where it's like a pizza place and it's like, they just have a lot of fun with it. Um, I like that there's different home styles. Like the homes that they live in are different based on whatever type of like creature you are, like what kind of like fairy tale you come from. Like they live in like mushroom houses and stuff. And then there are (laughs) other ones. Um, I love that every product in it, is like if you look at the cans of like soda yeah. or anything there's they're named something that's like a fairy tale pun on like a, an existing product <laughs> Trying to um, find one. they make like everything every item is made into something magical when the point of the movie is basically like these things exist everywhere but we've stopped believing in magic so I like re- I really admire that about the movie. I think that it's not as visually funny as Shrek where like every single moment is visually funny, but I think there's such an attention on the details of it regardless. That- I got one. What? In in a cursory IMDb. This is a great example. Okay. And it's something I don't think I noticed. Uh uh Burger Burger King is called Burgershire, and it has a sign that reads, Now Serving Second Breakfast. See, that's great. hilarious. It's from Lord the, of the Rings. The Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Uh, Layla, you should watch those movies at some point. They're really good. Um, Stupid. Uh, <laughs> no, but, I, I, but again, like, there's so much attention to the visual detail that even though this isn't, like, a top Pixar movie for me, it certainly is, like, Pixar doing what Pixar does best visually. So I have to give it at least a six for that. Yeah. And I think I'm going to. Yeah. Nick? Nick. Uh, I also give it a six because I think this is where this and... No, this is the best. The best part of the movie is the way that it, the detail, the way that it looks, the way that it makes you like laugh because of the way that it looks. The like, the little, you know, the the fact that um, 
Gabe and I are Dungeons and Dragons veterans. Not really. Yeah. We had one. We had one in uh, one in one quarter campaigns. Uh, yeah. But like they bring in all these Dungeons and Dragons. Gabe hated it. Uh, he couldn't pay attention long enough. It was just like if you're not doing Don't anything, talk about it it's so incredibly. You make people mad. Okay. Okay, and <laughs> yeah, and next they thought? bring in they bring in a bunch of. <laughs> I don't have any more thoughts. Uh, they that's clear. Yeah, I hit my quota. They um, they bring in a bunch of Dungeons and Dragons monsters, and yeah. apparently they brought in like a bunch of Dungeons and Dragons just like mega nerds, and were like, "Talk to us about the gelatinous cube, guys." Oh, that's how sick. do we do yeah. the gelatinous cube? I forgot about that. Scene. And they like they they bring in like they subvert the 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 like fairy tale genre in a way that is sort of similar. To Shrek, in, but just in the like pure like base level of like let's subvert the genre. Well, it sounds like they the also focus more on way. like the fantasy genre as opposed. Yes, to... Yes, exactly. Which yeah. is yeah. nice because I don't, and I think going back to originality, like that's not super common either. Because no. I'm a huge fantasy reader and obviously watcher, and that's really fun. Like I love that it's elves, and I love the like shout out to Lord of the Rings and all of the above. That feels like just very different and cool. Yeah. And I think the choice to have the like dad is half a person for the movie and just like his legs. And, Cause like, aren't they all? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> this episode is brought to you by daddy issues. <laughs> I think that, uh, I think that you weren't supposed to say the product, by the way, <laughs> what product is it? I don't know. <laughs> oh, you don't want me to, Okay, we'll talk about this later. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. I think that (laughs) that, like that bit... In and of We're a itself. well-oiled machine, by the way. <laughs> yeah, we haven't done this in a while. I think the, I think it's a seven. I think the yeah. eye candy for Onward is a seven oh, because wow. I think it's the strongest part of the movie. I think that just in terms of how funny the the movie's humor comes from those little details, the way that things look, in a way that maybe other Pixar movies that's not ex- really necessary. Like yeah, a lot of the times that's the humor, but I think that this movie does it in a way that kind of tickles me. If no? I was doing this, if I was doing this, I would well, have given. <laughs> okay. Says the person that said at the beginning of the movie, "Can you do the synopsis?" Because I, I know I was so word. unprepared. Bam. I would have given, I would have given Shrek a five, probably, if I was being honest. Because like, I think it is visually really funny, but I think the writing of Shrek is more important. But the bird when it explodes. I don't think you understand though. The joke is that the bird explodes because it's singing too high. Oh my god! <laughs> and the way it explodes is a lot like a balloon would pop, and that's Nick. Thank you. I'm kill it's you. really helpful hearing you explain. <laughs> it. Funny. That's funny. Um, I, yeah, I don't think I would give. I just feel like when it comes to Pixar, because we've done Pixar movies before, and like some of them are just so visually stunning, like beautiful, beautiful movies. I don't know if a movie like this could like get a seven, a six for sure. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, cl- but here's as opposed to other Pixar movies, I think there's a lot more focus on the tiny details in the background yeah. of everything. Yeah, like the Wes Anderson and style level. Yeah, <laughs> and I and I love that about the movie, and I think that more comes from whoever directed it as opposed yeah, to the other Pixar Yeah, and they take like ones. the way that they use the characters to really give you like a a, a full ass joke. They don't have a full ass jokes. Yeah. The, the dragon at the joke. end is made out of stone, and its face is the dragon from the side okay, of the Okay, I was going to bring that up. I love the whole dragon thing, because they're awesome. like home of the dragons, and then it literally is the dragon face, and it's a funny, like, smiley face. Yeah. And then also when it opens his mouth, it's the school bell. 
Yes. Like when it roars, it's, it's great. the school bell. And That's very clever. What I was going to say about the dad's... The, like the bit where it's like the... On his... Like the da 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 da. Could you guys hear that? I tapped yeah. on the microphone. I don't yeah. know if it worked. It's cute. It's a very cute visual thing that it does, and I really enjoy that little part. I think there's good, yeah, and I dads. think there's good dads emotional are, moments for it. I I dads do. Are sad. So the guy who did this also did Monsters University and no other ones in terms of directing it, and oh. I do think also like while I like Monsters Inc. a lot more than Monsters University, Monsters University plays with tiny details of yes, like colleges that's and very stuff, true, yeah. and I I like that the guy did it, but I'm still gonna give it a six. All right, all right. So seven, Nick. Yep. Okay. Fabulous. All right. So since we've talked a lot about humor, we're going to move on to spectacularity, which is how engaged you are with the movie. Um, and if you're having a good time, if you think that the story flows, if the writing flows, um, let's stick with Onward. Um, Nick, do you want to kick us off? Not the strongest part of this movie. Mm. <laughs> um, which is tough because I really do think that the punch like the emotional punch of the whole thing is is lacking because the movie drags more yeah. than it needs to mm-hmm. and it isn't as like crisp as other pixar movies are there's too much as much as i like a lot of the voice acting you know that's julia louise dreyfus as the mom by the way did not knew wait who until right now who mom. is Julia Louis Dreyfus. Oh, is the mom? I thought you were saying Julia Louis Dreyfus's mom played the no, mom. No, 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 no. Um, <laughs> That's great. Like as much as I love I the voice acting and like it's it's really great. There's a lot of like there's a lot of scenes, a lot of talking, a lot of things that just don't really fall the right way. Mm. And it's just not as crisp as it needs to be, which sucks because it dampens the emotional like punch line of the movie at the end there um, in a way that didn't really need to be that way. I don't feel like, I feel like it could have been a more like, dang it. They, they just upped me. They just opening scene of upped me. It made me cry at the end of this movie. And I just, they don't really do that. And it it could have. Yeah. So it's like, it's like the payoff is not emotional payoff is not there. Like other Pixar movies. So comparing to other Pixar movies, it's probably like a, two or three. Ooh. Comparing to just general movies, I'm going to give it a four. Okay. Yeah. So I was just thinking of like, compared to movies recently that Pixar has done, like Soul, Yeah, Soul I was in. Like from the start to the finish, I thought Soul was incredible. I was really drawn into the story. Keep our episode on Soul. I loved it. Yeah, it's a really good episode. But another one I just watched, Turning Red, I was fucking dying of laughter in the first few scenes and it was just like that one had like a pace to it that almost no Pixar movie has so I had so much fun watching it when I was rewatch so when I first watched Onward I was like yeah it's it's a perfectly pleasant movie I think I really liked the story in the end I Mm -hmm. think it actually like worked I think the emotional I think it could hit harder is what I it could have hit harder I definitely think there's little details to look at this time, but I kind of, it took me like multiple watches to finish it the second time. And I just think that like, it's, it's worth it in the end, but it takes a while to get there. Um, I think there's little moments that are funny, but they're not, they're kind of like few and far between. There's like the trash pandas in the beginning are very funny. And then like the whole biker gang sequence is like super funny to me. Just because it Such it reminds me of stands. yeah well it reminds me of uh, the movie Rat Race when like oh John Lovitz <laughs> accidentally is like Hitler or whatever and, and it, everything keeps getting worse and worse it also reminds me of the Mr Bean movie where yeah. he like he's like flipping off everyone <laughs> um, it's just like I love that kind of humor and that definitely keeps me engaged I also think like every scene with the centaur stepdad is funny not only because of his, like, stupid dad humor, which I, of course, like, appreciate more and more as I get older, but that the back half of his body is so fucking destructive, and it's always, like, breaking things as he's walking in, and they act like it's normal. Like, I'm 
brought into that. But I just don't think there's a lot of scenes that make me care. And I don't really care. Although I think Chris Pratt is great in it. I don't really care about either of the main characters that much. That's the problem. Yeah. And you just need that. So I, I... I give it a four as well. I do like this movie a lot. I just don't, or not a lot, but I like this movie. It's fun. I think yeah. it's hard. You're, we're just comparing it in a genre and in a company that's just made unreal, incredible movies. So it is yeah. fairly average in comparison. For sure. Um, I mean, it's like very middle of the pack for me for Pixar yeah. movies. It's I like, think it's middle of the pack just movies in general. I put yeah, it lower okay. than middle as far as Pixar. Yeah. Yes. yes. Mm. Um, okay. okay. So yeah, I might give it a three. Actually, <laughs> fuck that movie. <laughs> well, so now this is like the ultimate category for Shrek. Let's do Shrek spectacularity. Gabriel, do you want to just continue? Spectacularity. What a fun movie! It's delightful every time. Uh, when I watched, I got to watch it this time with my mom, and she fun. said afterwards, she said, "I fucking love Shrek," <laughs> um, and. Yeah, uh, it's it's a great time, and it's it's really there's just a lot. We already talked about the visual humor that's that's good and and very funny, but there's also just like so many layers. Yeah, there's the scene that I don't know why this makes me laugh so hard every time, but the scene when they're giving like the tour of like Farquad Land or whatever, and it's like the puppets, or it's like keep your feet off the grass, shine your shoes, wipe your face is just very well-timed comedy it works for me it's about butt. Uh, my favorite section of the movie is the animal cruelty section where they catapult a donkey and then blow a toad and snake up like balloons and then let them drift away and it's like played for like oh i mean (laughs) is that not what you guys did in high school you weren't blowing up yeah we blew them up until they were balloons oh also i really like like moments in this movie that are what's great about shrek and what like shrek brought to this like animated universe is a lot of like um pop culture references and stuff and like it was like very of its time like when it came out it's It's making fun of things that came out yeah exactly i mean there's the matrix scene um when fiona is fighting there's like little like you know, things that are about like movies and there's like Eddie Murphy, I think references like one of the movies he was in. Like, I think there's a lot of care in terms of like, this needs to be funny all the way through and it will be funny all the way through. And in the end, it's a really good story and you are along for the whole journey and it's not like a chore to rewatch it. It's, it's why it's so beloved. So I gave it a two. Yeah. I'm kidding. I gave it a seven. (laughs) Is there, pound for pound, pound for pound, pound for pound, is there a better, better animated movie? Pound for pound. Oh, yeah, Toy Story, I'm sorry. I mean, besides Toy Story. Monsters, Inc. No. I love Monsters, Inc., dude. The Incredibles. This movie is just like back-to-back, funny or memeable now. Or endearing moments. Is it the most fun animated movie ever? I might actually agree with you. I'm talking like is pure it the best? entertainment no. value. Oh, yeah. There mm. are very few beats where you're like, ugh, sappy. Well, yeah, you don't want to miss a single second of Shrek. Yeah. That's like the best argument for spectacularity we've had. I think it's just... It is just... Minute per minute, second per second, one of the most entertaining movies that I can think of. In a silly, purely stupid way. Yeah. I think it's it's up there. I mean, I think there's Which non-animated is, movies that I think are funnier sure. and like hook me in way more. Like Austin Powers, for instance, is like yeah, in Zoolander. There. Like there's not yeah. a single missed moment. But I think like, yes. And for a kid's movie... For yeah. sure, the most entertaining of all time. Yeah. So I think the only, like, kids movie I can think of, like, more recently that's, like, super comedic this way would probably be Kung Fu Panda. And I feel like this Kung Fu Panda yeah. was, like, one of the few things that came out that hit the same kind of comedic level in animation. 
or at least tried to stay in the same realm where it was like big actor names that were in it and the, they were all comedians and like they hit their lines really well and like the concepts were really funny but I, I don't think that's better but I think that's probably the next best thing since oh, that for sure I mean like DreamWorks has really blown up since Shrek like you know you have the Kung Fu Panda movies you have the How to Train Your Dragon movies and I mm-hmm. think the Which Minions I, really I don't like. know if they're um, <laughs> That whole minion bullshit is, I think that's DreamWorks. It might be Universal. um, And I don't know if Universal owns DreamWorks. I should know that. But again, I'm not an expert. But I do like, I, but I don't think Kung Fu Panda is even like slightly as funny. I think that this is. I do think like the Lego movie has like a lot of moments where I'm like, oh, this this is is really good. This is 90 minutes of just pure back to back until they do a music video for Smash Mouth. Really entertaining, yeah. Funny, endearing in some way, shape, or form. It is entertaining for all ninety minutes. Yeah, yeah, I'm with Except you. Except when they do the music video for Smash Mouth. No, and that's waste still fun. Three to four of our minutes. No, they didn't waste any time. It's a sick uh, ass song. They're from funny. San Jose. Um, it's a sick ass song. I don't know about yeah. that, man. Anyways, it's a seven. Though. It's a seven. It's absolutely a seven. Spectacularity. I mean. Sick Next asshole. question, please. Yeah. Um, yeah, let's so speak. You guys kind of already went into the you have already jumped into the next category a little bit. Yeah, speaking it's... of legacy, um, talking about um its memory and whether it's lasted the same way, if it doesn't feel the same, etc. Um we kind of just did that with Shrek as far as whether or not <laughs> it did. Um it is kind of the OG of its of its subgenre and animation and comedy and all of the above. So Nick, because you just did that, do you want to give a score to what you just said? It's <laughs> a go. I think <laughs> it is so funny that Shrek made a resurgence in TikTok and is just like this like TikTok. Shrek right is all of meme culture. Like I swear if you said if we said anything bad about Shrek in this episode, there would be Reddit feeds of like Has anything green not been made into a Shrek meme? No. Any green character? Nope. No. Hulk Shrek. Pickle Shrek. Green guy, Green Goblin Shrek. Anything green is just Shrek, really. Yeah. <laughs> is that it? Okay. Um, we keep having these like no drawn out thoughts that have it's it's Nick and then he just like pauses that was intentional I think that it's it's I mean it's a seven like if there's if there's not a movie that everybody immediately knows the second even a glimpse of the character shows up if you just show the character's ear everyone's like man Shrek was so funny yeah Gabe's mom was right I do also fucking love Shrek yeah so I'm gonna give it a seven, Gabriel. <laughs> okay, um, this movie made almost like almost half a billion dollars in 2001, which is just like unspeakable, hilarious. And it was like made with like 60 million, That's so it's like hilarious. Yeah, it's also it got it. Its legacy kept. Well, first of all, they made. A ton of Shrek. They made four Shrek movies. They made like Shrek TV shows. They made Puss in Boots movies. They made, I mean, that comes from Shrek too, but like they just made like a fuck ton of things that are Shrek. Shrek is some people's full personalities are Shrek. Um, Definitely I, in our generation for sure. In, in, the, in the hit film with Will Smith, um, uh, I am legend. There's a scene where they just play a whole scene from Shrek and he quotes a whole scene from Shrek. Like Shrek exists forever and ever after, um, which is the name of the fourth Shrek movie. Um, Shrek, it, it, it carried on. I don't know if Shrek one is my favorite of the Shrek movies. TBH. I think it's probably the best, but Shrek three has a special place in my heart. I think most Nichols- people would see Shrek three. Honestly, there's a lot of people that don't remember Shrek 3 and they go oh. they think like Shrek 1 and Shrek 2 and I'm like yo Shrek the 3rd is so fucking funny. It is I very feel like fun. everyone um, I know talks about the third one like mad crazy. Oh yeah. One time in high school, I'll just invent this on the pod. One time in high school before uh during our lunch break like before class, uh we got like a little stoned and watched uh the opening of Shrek 
the third and we're nonstop quoting it all day and it was making us giggle a bunch. It's the fucking best. But Oh, I hope some LGHS teachers are not listening to this, right? I don't give a they can't (laughs) fail me now. Um I'm pretty positive I don't know if this is actually true, but I think I saw this on the Academy website. Shrek is the first the first year they ever did best animated feature at the Academy Awards, Shrek won. Shrek wow. rules, dude. Shrek is really important. Wow. Uh, everyone loves it. It's a 7 out of 7. Yeah, Shrek's the best. I mean, I feel like Shrek, like, I actually had a friend. Shrek has a 7.9 on IMDb. People I mean, that's fucking not suck, dude. That's uh, not it um, actually kind of is. But, yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I just don't trust IMDb, so it's just not shocking to me. No, that, but, that. like, think about it. Like, the people that would vote Shrek, like, 10 stars and like try to make it you know like the meme culture folks are probably the ones who would also tank black panther for having black people in it right i just feel like people on imdb feel very pretentious to me at this point and i feel like they would not be able to get how great shrek is because they just think they're superior to shrek um anyways i right before people are really stupid i'm I'm sorry (laughs) um they're just not they're not pretentious folk um but they're dumb folk. Anyways, Layla, please say your point. I'm sorry. Oh, I was just going to say right before we did that, before anyone even decided that we were going to do this episode, I had a friend tell me they were going to like a Shrekathon. Like it was just like a event at a theater where isn't there a that's spectacular. There's a dude. musical, isn't there? Yeah. Yeah. No, there is, but this was just a Shre- there was, was just a Shrekathon. Like it was like they were showing all the Shrek movies all weekend and like doing activities and things like that. Like it's like people still deep dive into these movies, no matter what. So I just feel like the the only answer is a, a seven. Snail? <laughs> is it a snail? I think it's a snail. Get snail. out of Please my swamp! All right, we still have to do onward for legacy. Yeah, so- yeah, true. <laughs> um, Do we though? yeah we do we can make I mean, it quick this is a, <laughs> yeah. a pandemic movie this is like the og mm-hmm. pandemic movie it it was released straight to our screens straight to our domes at the onset of the covid19 pandemic and whoa it came out 20 years after shrek wow. exactly yeah to the day no okay wow um i think that it's a the legacy of the movie, I feel like, is actually helped by that in a weird way. Because I'm not sure anyone would have given a flying F if it came out in the theaters. Uh, they would. Pixar always cleans up, dude. It yeah, was a, it was it a was lot ever. of billboards, though. Yeah, it's just, I think it, Pixar always cleans up in the theaters, yo. Three outside of Abbott's, Missouri. Mm. Uh, I think <laughs> that that was a stupid... Joke. And a, a stupid movie. I uh, you know you hate it. Um, is it a three in this hmm. category? Like, well, I don't know how to. It got absolutely slammed by it. The other Pixar movie that came out that year, Soul, yeah. uh, which is remarkably better. I would argue that other than Luca, which is not a very good movie. Yeah, Luca stinks. I don't know if that's a Pixar movie though. Is it? It's pretty much been slammed. No, by it is. Yeah. Every Pixar movie that's come out after it. I will say the, that same year ahead. when both of them came out, my niece loved Onward and didn't understand Soul. <laughs> so I think there is something to say that, like, maybe for us talking about these things, sure, I mean, but I do think true. kids really enjoyed Onward because they had nothing to do during oh, pandemic. Yeah. And I also think that both those movies have no merchandise at Disneyland. Oh, definitely not. But that's racist reasons for the first movie, probably. Let's put that out there. Um, but it's out there. <laughs> no, but Soul, Soul was definitely more for adults. I think it's the most adult Pixar movie um, for so sure. far. Sure. So um, I'm just saying, in the sense of them coming yeah. out in the same year, I think, especially with kids at home and kids needing shit to pay attention to and watch, like, I do think... There is a stronger legacy for this movie with that generation in comparison to us, just because they really didn't have a lot going on and they needed shit to watch and like new content for kids was really important during that time. So I do know a lot of kids that enjoyed Onward, especially because I think Onward's targeted more towards kids with like the fantasy aspect of it and all the little visual things you guys were talking about. I don't think it's going to 
carry on past that. Like, I feel like too much new content gets put out in animation for people to care anymore. <laughs> Dude, I can promise you there are a lot of people like our age that have no idea what Onward is. Yeah, totally. They don't even, even, they've yeah. never heard of it. They don't know what the hell I'm talking about if I mention it. And they sunk $175 million into this movie. So, like, I just think the legacy has to be lukewarm to, like, well below average. Like, I don't know. I I think uh, it's just Pixar movies have a stamp usually, and this one does not. I think it's a three. I mean, it's a borderline. Like, to your point, though, Layla, like, Luca is an inferior movie to this movie. And. I th- I hear kids at work talking about L- Luca way more than they're talking about Onward. Yeah. yeah. And like that movie is not good. Like I don't like it very much at all. I never finished it. Yeah. It's weird but, though. Like, I remember it would have seeing... been good if they kept the gate. But um, I think it's plot I, I think it's the characters. Yeah. Yeah. I don't disagree. It's the characters. That. No one cares about. No one likes humans. Characters. They're not humans. They're elves. But that's the problem. They're too much like humans. Yeah, exactly. And Luca, they're too much like humans, even though they're mermen. Uh, I just think, if we're going to talk about the, what the kids like, I don't even yeah. think that bumps this up enough. Nicholas Tellier, speaker of the kids. Speaker of the children, for sure. Um, oh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think it, they even like tried to make Onward a cultural thing, too, because like I, being someone who loves pop culture, saw an insane amount of press by Tom Holland and Chris Pratt during the right. <laughs> presentation of this movie. So they tried. It didn't work. So it definitely needs to be below average because they, they t- attempted very hard to market this film and it just did not work. Yeah. Whopping three. All right. We did it. What's what's the score? Yeah, Nick. Which of these movies won? We're dying to hear. I have no idea what could have possibly won. Uh, Shrek got... <laughs> Uh, two points away from a perfect score. Yeah. Which what? Because we both gave it a six and I can't gave it sevens all across the board except I can't which it was shit. two sixes. Yeah. So that's a 68. But you, yeah. I was pretty close to seven and I yeah. Um, Onward got a 43, which is a reasonable score for Onward. Um, 43 out of 70? 43 out of 70. Yeah, that's yeah, fine. So I was like, not bad. Uh, so our winner today is Shrek. That is spectacular, my friend. Just imagine uh, Smash Mouth p- playing in the background. Some. <laughs> Buddy. There you what go. What are you doing? Okay. Thanks. Nice. That's Shrek. It says something about Gabe. But it says, get out of my swamp. Oh. The swamp is crossed out and it says podcast. Nick's forgetting yeah, that we're funny. on a auditory You recorded this. <laughs> Visually. This is the end of our podcast. The winner Shrek. Yeah. Recommendations. Uh, I recommend. Recommendations. I recommend. Recommendations. Yeah, you Shrek can't recommendations. Say there you, say you go. Thank you. Um, I recommend to everyone turning red. I, I remember watching the trailer and being like, this doesn't interest me at all. Oh my God. I was so excited. They all thought it was the first 10 minutes or so is like, I don't know what it was about the humor, but it's so fucking funny. I think that it's proof that Disney and Pixar are paying attention to movies like eighth grade, like uh, yeah. Bo Burnham's eighth grade. Cause it's very much like that. But also I love the Asian cultural elements to it. And I love like, I, I love when Pixar does that and yeah. um, they nail it. I think the story is really good. I think the analogy is really good uh, or the metaphor or whatever. I think that the, it is really funny. It's a great main character. It's like, totally silly it's not my favorite pixar movie ever but it's one that i definitely would rewatch because i was laughing way harder than i thought i was gonna laugh i was watching it alone and i was laughing it's just good to have original content and it's just fun it's really really fun if you want to watch another movie where similar to shrek where animals can walk on their hind legs I just watched Lamb finally uh, <laughs> yesterday because it's on Showtime. Not as weird as I thought it was going to be. Oh, God. Lamb, the movie with Numi <laughs> yeah, Rapaz, no, the Icelandic movie. Um, very, very slow. Like, extremely... It's paced... It, it's very meticulous and it's very minimalist. Um, I kind of loved it. I didn't, like, love, love it, 
but I like kind of got it in the end, and I kind of liked where it took it. Could have never recommend that. Yeah, I I'm very glad that I got to see it. It's on Showtime. If you're curious about it, Iceland looks beautiful. By the way, this episode is brought to you by the Icelandic Tourism uh, Center. Um, And the last one I was going to say is Willow. Because Onward reminds me a lot of Willow. And apparently Willow, most people don't know what Willow is. It's an amazing film with Val Kilmer and Warwick Davis. It's a very good fantasy movie from back in the day. Hmm. And it's coming back. Disney's making a show on Willow and Warwick Davis is going to be in it. So, wow. I mean, go watch Willow. It's a fantastic film from our childhood. Childrenhood. Children. Those that. are my recommendations. Nice. Nicholas, any recommendations? I was going to just recommend Turning Red, but <laughs> Gabe took it, so now I Killed it. can't. Um, but it talk about lasting uh, with uh, with children. Like there are a lot of little Asian girls out there that really, really love that movie, and it was yeah. really important to them. That's really cool. Yeah, Su- loved it. Super Hell important. Yeah. Uh, Gabriel, you want to plug? I certainly do. Uh, this Shrek episode was brought to you by Facing Off, and you can find Facing Off on <laughs> social media. Uh, just look up at, fo- at Facing Off Pod. Sorry, I can't speak. You can find us on Instagram, you can find us on Twitter. You can email us, facingoffpodcast at gmail.com. Next week, taking a little break because Layla <gasps> Woot Woot is in town. She's in LA. I'm back in California. She's coming to Hollywood. We're making our own movie. Um, and then we will come back with some banger of an episode that I think I'm moderating. So stick, <laughs> stay tuned for that episode. Uh, Nick, do you have a send off? Well, I have to save my ass. Run, 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 as fast as you can. You can't catch me. I'm the motherfucking gingerbread man. You're a fucking monster. I'm not the fucking monster here. You are. You and the rest of that fairy tale hoe-ass trash poisoning my perfect world. Now tell me, where in the fucking hell are the others? Fucking eat me. Ugh! Try to be fair to you bitch-ass creatures. <laughs> now my patience has reached its end. I'll... <laughs> tell me or I'll... No! Not my buttons! Not the gumdrop buttons! All right. And which you bitches is hiding them? Okay, I'll tell you. Do you know the Muffin Man? The Muff Man? The fucking Muffin Man. Yes, I know the Muffin Man, who lives on Drury Lane. Well, she fucks the Muffin Man. (laughs) The Muffin Man? The Muffin Man! She fucks the Muffin Man! (laughs) Oh man, we are a child. We are a child.